This episode of Rose Unplugged is brought to you by MyPillow, and they've got a new offer for their Percal sheets. Now, notice this. They are different from the Giza sheets. This is an amazing offer, and it's only while supplies last. They are breathable. They are cool, crisp feeling. They're durable, and they're built to last. They're machine washable, easy to care for, 250 thread count, imported. The Queen's with a set of two pillowcases and a king comes with a set of two pillowcases. All you have to do to get the amazing price on this is put in promo code ROSE. So you want to go to mypillow.com promo code ROSE to get the best deal on the percale sheets. And, and again, there's a limited supply. So get over there right now and do it. And by the way, I want to add my dog Tucker loves his dog bed from mypillow.com. Whatever you buy, you get a discount if you use the promo code ROSE. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Cause I still got a lot of fight left in me. Unencumbered by political correctness. Undeterred in her mission to spread the truth. Unafraid to be a true conservative. She's unapologetic, uncompromising, unwavering and an undeniably powerful voice when we need it most. This is my fight song. This is Rose Unplugged. My power's turned up. Show me right now. I'll be strong. I'll run my fight song. And I don't really care if nobody else Welcome to this episode of Rose Unplugged. We've got a special guest today. Uh, I love the title of this book. He's the author of the book, The Woking Dead, How Society's Vogue Virus Destroys Our Culture. He's the president and CEO of Publius PR, editor-in-chief of Publius National Post, and the author of the number one Amazon bestseller, The Woking Dead, How Society's Vogue Virus Destroys Our Culture. Please welcome to the show, A.J. Rice. A.J., how are you today? Sister Rose, great to be here with you. <laughs> I've known you for a long time, and it's good to have you on. Absolutely. You know, Appreciate you're, one, it. you're one of the smartest guys in the business, and uh, you're very clever, and, and you have you have this kind of attitude, and I, I like it, and it comes through in your book, The Woking Dead. And as soon as I saw the title of the book, AJ, I just started cracking up, because seriously, they, they, they seem to be awake, but they are nowhere near being awake, are they? Well, that attitude, that's Pennsylvania, baby. That's that Pennsylvania <laughs> attitude, right? That's right. That's why I like you. Well, look, I, uh, I was born in Wheeling, not far from Pittsburgh. Right. Uh, my first sports experiences were all in Pittsburgh. But unfortunately, my, my parents were both from Philly, so they took me to the other bookend. Uh, but I went to Penn State, and I, I got a lot of my smart aleck behavior from just, <laughs> you know, traveling around PA. But look... I appreciate you having me on for the book. The American people need to know that we're not, we, we, weren't, we weren't just fighting some kind of medical virus. We're fighting a cultural virus. That's right. And you see it in everything. You see it in our sports. You see it in our children's classrooms. You see it in entertainment with cancel culture. And you know, one of the reasons I wrote the book was after they, sort of had, they had us locked down, they were putting us through this sort of authoritarian dress rehearsal where they were taking an inch and taking a mile every day, right? You can't, right. You can't go to graduation. You can't do prom. You can't go see grandmom. And while they had us sort of captured, because that's what we were, we're basically yes. prisoners yes. in our own country, 
They were trying to slow pump this cultural rot into us and our kids. So the book is trying to fight back against that. Is, is that when this wokeness really started? What, where do you think the origins of uh, uh, of becoming a woke society actually started? I, 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 I was trying to pinpoint. It's like it just happened overnight almost, AJ. No, no, it didn't, unfortunately. <laughs> so so every, about every decade and a half, we get, uh, you know, some kind of goofy version of political correctness married to the nanny state. This version that we're getting today, and look, last time we saw it was in the, you know, the mid to late 90s, where, you know, the Gen X, uh, Murphy Brown uh, uh, watchers were all telling us how to think, how to, you know, women in pantsuits, and Hillary's the savior, and I mean, that was sort of the last time we had this. You know, it was back when Bill Maher was doing Politically Incorrect on uh, Comedy Central. Right. Um, but the origins of, of what we're fighting here really is cultural Marxism. Interesting. Which takes you, you know, even before World War One, where when the Marxists showed up and they looked at Pittsburgh and they looked at Philadelphia and they looked at Harrisburg and Altoona, it dawned on them that, you know, the working the working people of the United States aren't going to overthrow their government like like they were able to pull off with the Soviet Union, right? Mm-hmm. So the plumber, they weren't going to get a rebellion of carpenters and plumbers. So they had to find different foot soldiers. Well, where do they look? And this will sound familiar to the audience. They looked at the entertainment industry. They looked at academia. They looked mm-hmm. at the media. And they found home in Woodrow Wilson's Democrat Party. And from there, it was a march through the institutions. So fast forward to today, 100 years later, they've got all those same villains in place, except now, Rose, They've got big tech acting as a force field for them. You know, and they really do. They're all working in unison. It's almost as if, AJ, and I'm certain that it didn't. I just feel like their agenda just worked out so perfectly that they have so many in line and and all willing to work together towards this cultural Marxism. I mean, it's not like they send an email like, okay, it's time. Tech, you get on. Hey, academia, you get on. But somehow it was right. just so perfectly orchestrated. And I think it's part of the signs of the times and, or, or a, a result of the times, frankly. Right. Well, we, we used find to ourselves have, in. See, see, the thing is, the Republican and Democrat Party used to both believe in American culture, uh, good point. Western culture, as virtuous. Good point. So as they marched through the 20th century, they would run into someone like Harry Truman, a Democrat. He'd say, no way. We ain't doing this. Or John F. Kennedy. No way. We're not doing it. We're anti-communist. We don't believe the Soviet Union should be here. But if you come to today, I mean, could Bill Clinton get elected uh, president today? No. So they have captured the Democrat Party. And then culturally, you know, you got a situation where the, the, the amount of sort of free speech absolutist Democrats like Bill Maher or Naomi Wolf or maybe Bobby Kennedy Jr., there's not that many left. Most of them have bought into this. So, you know, I mean, Bill Maher doesn't agree with Rose and AJ on much, you know, but with this stuff, I mean, he knows that they're going to eventually come for him. Look, revolutions always eat themselves. So eventually he'll be on their target list, and in some cases he has been because he's been banned from places like Berkeley. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And, you know, and you bring up uh, colleges. I, there, there's a uh, story. I just read it recently. Um, Oberlin, Col- Oberlin College um, had to pay out oh. $36 million to that family bakery. They slandered them as racist. It was like 
they were woke. Okay, the college was woke, and we were were, were finding offense or taking offense, you know, to this bakery. Um, so the school had to finally pay. Um, what it owes the bakery, um, and this is uh, after the Ohio Supreme Court refused to hear an appeal from the school, and um, and and the whole story was about this bakery that they were struggling to survive, and, and they still had to struggle to survive after the college students falsely accused the business of racism, and it was determined that that wasn't true at all. Thirty six point five nine million dollars because of the college woke. Uh, I mean, that's what that gets you sometimes. Sometimes wow. you're pretty damn successful uh, as as a woke college or woke organization. But in this case, um, it didn't pay off for them. But but really, though, this is this is what we're facing. And, you know, one of the things I was looking at the information that you'd sent over and, you know, it does beg the question, is there an expiration date on the cancel culture? Is this something or has it so. only begun? You really think it's there's a cancellation yeah, I date? Yeah, I think so. I mean, because I think this is an 80 percent issue and, it, you know, beyond cancel culture, it's critical race theory. It's the, you know, the trans mafia going in, you know, pushing, you know, alternative lifestyles on children and grooming them. And I mean, I it's I, I think, look, there's a there's a rebellion happening in America. Uh, you could send a, a memo over to Liz Cheney. There is an insurrection going on. It's an insurrection of parents. It's parents fighting back, parents retaking their school board, parents basically voting with their wallet. Look, technology's brought us a million other options to spend our money on and our time if you want to be entertained by something. So if you don't like the garbage Disney's pushing or the NBA, there's plenty of other options for you. That's true. When you consider some of the the uh, biggest players in this agenda right now, uh, does your book point out any examples of some of the ones that you've come across or some of the stories that you've read uh, that would indicate to you that they are probably one of the biggest players in this woke industry right now? Well, when you've got, you know, publicly traded massive corporations teaming up with the cultural Marxist crybabies that are laying on Barnes and Noble's floor all day with their Bernie Sanders tattoos, you know, <laughs> complaining about Rose and, and Rice. I mean, that's, that's dangerous because you've got, you know, some of these massive groups, Wells Fargo and Nike. I mean, they have, they're scared to death of their middle management. And because it's their middle management that's listening to these wackos that are having little mini rebellions. Look, Netflix and Spotify didn't buckle. Right. So That's the right. groups went out into the parking lot at Netflix because of Chappelle and over at Spotify, they tried to blackmail Joe Rogan um, and it didn't work yet. But I mean, one of the things that they're basically banking on is that, oh, we don't need Rose's money. We don't need, uh, you know, your audience's money or Rice's money. We'll replace all of you with the one point three billion uh, Chinese uh, citizen. We'll, we'll go get the CCP's money. I mean, that's Disney. And the NBA and Disney are basically saying, we don't need you. We're going to be woke here, and then we're going to go overseas and give the Chinese whatever, whatever they want. And China loves wokeism. Anything that weakens America, China loves. So they're, it's funny. I mean, they, 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 they want all the stuff that we have. Our corporations buckle to them, and we edit out we scenes, movies mm -hmm. and, and remove people and, and you know— LeBron James is kissing their ring. I mean, and yet it's weakening us here. And I, I think they're okay with that.
No, I think they're absolutely okay with that. Anything that weakens America in their eyes is a good thing. You know, you mentioned the NBA, and I I know that you do mention in your book why Kobe Bryant was the last unwoke NBA athlete. Why was that, AJ? Well, I mean, he was sort of the last guy that that didn't didn't feel that he had to tell us. You know, the last big star. Like, if you follow a long line of these guys from, you know, uh, Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain all, you know, through the Magic and Larry era, Mike, Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley era, up until about Kobe and Shaq, and that that group, pretty much after that group, it's just one sort of crazy activist, you know, BLM, you know, we we know every inner workings of everything Dwayne Wade and 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 Kevin Durant and LeBron James think is that Kobe was kind of a mystery. I mean, he was he was pro basketball. He spoke five languages. He didn't really get sucked into some of the nonsense where, you know, we're hearing what Kobe Bryant thinks of, you know, the estate tax and global warming and, you know, True. immigration. Whereas, you know, LeBron kind of is now the face of the league, at least for a little while. And he, he weighs in on everything. And I think that sort of the, the – and he – look, <laughs> thank God we're not in uh, – thank God we're, you're not in uh, Ohio because I, I've made the case that he's going to try to run for governor of Ohio someday, so – Interesting. Move across the border if you're listening. Interesting. In Ohio right well, now. we do have an audience there because our signal is so strong. But, um, yep. you know, we're talking to um, A.J. Rice. He's the author of The Woking Dead, How Society's Vogue Virus Destroys Our Culture. You know, I, I know you believe that there's an expiration date. And yet, you know, all the time, A.J., I'm thinking it can't get any crazier than this. And there's got to be a point where it just really can't get any crazier than this. Right? There's got to be a point. Well, yeah, but this is the tyranny of the minority, right? And they're amplified by the propagandists uh, with big tech and, and the media. So you, you start to sort of believe, and this is what they want, right? That you start to believe that we're outnumbered here. But we're not outnumbered at all. This is an 80% issue. Most Democrat, regular Democrat, regular Republican parents, that, I mean, you and I do this for a living, but the run of the mill person that's working their butt off all day, coming home to textbooks saying, you know, black people hate white people, white people hate black people, and white privilege, and it is, and the founding fathers were Klansmen, and this, you know, and Steve and Gary are in the women's locker room. I mean, they, they don't want it. They do not want it. So they're finding out. I mean, it happened in Virginia. You know, I'm talking to you live from across the river from Swamp Central here, <laughs> and, you know, the Virginians basically swung 10 percentage points from Biden to Glenn Youngkin. And that yeah, scared right. the heck out of them. They didn't see it coming. They did not. And, you know, Miami-Dade County just flipped its uh, school board yep. from blue to red. That's right. So, look, if we can stay focused and stay on the target, Republicans have a hard time doing that. They're chasing shiny baubles constantly, you know, <laughs> accepting the premise of what the Democrats want to run on, like this Roe v. Wade stuff. We, if we stay focused, we can take back the House and Senate. I agree. I agree. We're talking to A.J. Rice's book is The Woking Dead. Listen, it's going to wake you up to what's happening in your culture and help you gird your loins for the crazy years ahead. He's got great examples in there. 97 hilarious and insightful vignettes that you will learn from. And uh, A.J., where can you get the book, The Woking Dead? Uh, Anywhere books are sold, you know, Target online, Walmart online. Uh, Books a Million, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, any of those places for sure. All right. AJ, so fun to have you with me. And congratulations on the book and all of your good work. Uh, I appreciate all that you do. 
Rose, you're a patriot. You got an audience of patriots. Keep fighting. Thank you, sweetie. Take care. This episode of Rose Unplugged was brought to you by MyPillow. MyPillow.com, promo code ROSE. Those are two things you need to remember. And listen, Mike Lindell is a patriot, all right? And he has been canceled in so many places. That's why I make an appeal to you to be sure to spend your money on those things that you need. If you need a pillow, if you need a dog bed, if you need sheets, if you need towels, if you need slippers, those slippers are amazing. I love them. Whatever you need, first go to MyPillow.com because I'll bet they have it. And they'll have it at a good price because you use my promo code ROSE in that little block that asks for it. Promo code ROSE, MyPillow.com. Let's cancel the cancel culture by supporting Mike Lindell and MyPillow. You'll find what you need at MyPillow.com. Promo code ROSE.